I'm working class. My dad was a bus driver. My mum worked in insecure part-time jobs as a kitchen assistant, a shop assistant, and a door-to-door salesperson until my dad was made redundant, and then she worked full-time. I've never been ashamed to talk about my background, and I've openly shared my experiences of growing up learning the Rob Peter to pay Paul method of budgeting, but I rarely take the time to reflect on how being working class has shaped my life as a professional. A while after I started my first role as a project manager, I stopped to examine my behaviours and I realised that a lot of my imposter syndrome came from the weird separation that I'd imposed between work dawn and the me that I am at home. Play acting the professional was doing nothing for my self-esteem. And on the whole, I don't pretend anymore. And life's immeasurably better for it. I talk about my life and my experiences freely. I don't go to work events I can't afford. And I no longer feel the need to feel the same as me middle-class colleagues. But there's one bit of pretend that I haven't been able to shake yet. Until now. And that's me usual telephone voice and affected way of speaking when I network, present or record. You've all heard it, if not from me, from other working class professionals. Rounding out our flat vowels and inserting missing consonants where there's usually a glottal stop. Or glottal stop. And it seems harmless enough, doesn't it? Talking properly never hurt anybody. When I was a little kid, my dad regularly encouraged me to talk properly in public. Dialect was all but forbidden at home. But away from others, we spoke animatedly in broad Geordie accents while we sat with trays on my knees watching the telly. As I got older, other kids at school picked on us for thinking I was posh because of how I spoke, which bemused us because I got free school meals and I had to miss me £1.50 dance class if I had a school trip to pay for. As a teen, me secondary school paid for us to take classical singing lessons and I trained as a soprano. Me ugly vowels were swapped out for nice round ones which ring and resonate more easily around a room and I learnt that those round open vowel sounds were more valuable than me naturally flat A's and E's. When I was in my early 20s, my baby sister came for a job interview at the music venue that I worked in. When I asked how it had gone, my boss, amused, said, Your sister's gated accent's much broader than yours, isn't it? She didn't get the job. Despite all of his admonishments, my dad used dialect strategically. He'd deploy a norman when disagreeing with a fitter at work to show kinship in difficult conversations. And... I've noticed that I've grown to do the same. And I've spoken like this in public for so long that it's difficult to stop. But I don't talk like that at home, in the pub or around my family, unless I'm having an argument and want subconsciously to sound clever. Thinking about how I speak and where has given us a really clear picture of me hang-ups about how I speak and a good understanding of why those kids picked on us for talking like that at school. And it's led us to the conclusion that I've been hiding my accent in professional spaces as far back as junior school, because there's an unspoken expectation that people will speak in the same measured standard English as we're right. In film and telly, strong accents are used to connote stupidity and comedy and depravity, whilst those commoners who pronounce their end of word T's and G's are seen to assimilate more easily into roles of authority and 
in my experience, there's a tacit judgment that hangs in the air around accents in real life that continues to be reinforced by this picture. And I've decided I don't want to be part of it anymore. I'm not ashamed of who I am, but I'm a bit ashamed that I've been hiding it so that I escape the stereotypes associated with broad and animated speech. I'm going to try and dial back the affected accent when I talk in spaces where I'm not entirely comfortable because it contributes to that weird imposter feeling and I don't like how it contributes to the split between my view of myself as me and as professional me. So the day it stops. And I'll sound like this from now on.